Hello everybody and welcome back to the Real Time Podcast. This podcast is for those who are looking to become inspired and level up in all aspects of life. The Real Time Podcast brings you content of real value through being open, honest and upfront about how things are to provide real and constructive advice on how to start stepping up and becoming your higher self. Well then, what are you waiting for? It's time to get real. I'm so excited to be jumping into this episode today, particularly because we've just wrapped up the 14-day empowerment challenge. So if you've been following it on Instagram, it's been 14 days of live videos where I've come on and I've, I've shared insights into how you can become more empowered within yourself through taking some simple actions, simple steps and applying them to your life. And the reason why I'm excited to now bring you this guest episode is because today's guest has come on and is chatting again about the topic of empowerment and particularly in relation to how we can begin to start having more empowering conversations with ourselves. So uh, without further ado, I'm going to dive straight into this episode. I hope you guys are ready for what we have in store for you. So I am so excited to welcome today's guest to the episode. So welcome to Geraldine Stallard, but I'm going to call you Jerry because it's nice and short and you've given me permission to do so. So welcome, Jerry. How are you today? I'm well, thank you. Thanks, Emily. I really, really am very excited to join you on the podcast today. I really get to know each other and talk about things, you know, that make the world go around really works, right? Yes, I'm so excited also and I can't wait to learn all about what it is you do um, and all of that because I'm very, very, very interested in um, hearing about, you know, all of that and everything about you. So why don't we just dive straight in and you give us a bit of an introduction into who you are and what you do so our listeners can start to get to know you and learn more about you. Right. So professionally, I'm a PR and communications specialist and consultant, as well as an editor and a writer. So um, I actually started in publishing and then moved on into PR and comms. And so I really work, really, basically my life's work and my life's passion just revolves around words and how we use them to convey messages, to communicate, to empower and give voice to different things and different people. Um, So that's me professionally. I personally, I am a mum and um, got a lovely little family, my husband, my little son and my cat who I completely adore. She's the absolute queen of the house. I love that. I love that. Isn't that always the way with people that have cats? They tend to literally become the queen of the house. (laughs) They do. Oh gosh, you should see her. She just sits there regally and waits for us to feed her, pet her, give her belly rubs. She is, she's the queen. (laughs) That is hilarious. So I love how, you know, all of your work is surrounding communications and how you can use words to communicate and empower people, which I think is so important because I think like the way we talk 
it doesn't just have an impact on the people we're communicating to, but it also has an impact on ourselves and our self-belief and our self-worth and all of that as well. So I'd love it if we could, first of all, like if you could tell me a bit about um, kind of like what's the importance of understanding the power of words and voice? Like what sort of impact can they really have on you know us as individuals? So if we think about it, all our thoughts, our subconscious, everything, it's formed with words, using words, using the phrases and, and the tropes that we hear, we read and we see everywhere around us in the media, in our personal lives, in like text messages between people, in the books we read, the magazines we read. It's, it's really so intrinsic. Everything is embedded deep within using language. So if we think about how we use language to think about ourselves, what kinds of words we're using, or when we think about the language we're using to think about other people, about different issues, it actually gives us a very, very deep insight into what our deep-rooted um, belief system is, what our values-based system actually is. And it's very, very powerful, but people don't think about it. They just go, oh, it's just a turn of a phrase, like, oh, it's just, oh, it's not literal, Jerry. Like, no, but it is. We don't realise that. When we think about um, how many young women actually look at themselves and then they text their friends and go, oh, I look so fat today. No, that's not okay. That's what the media has put into our brains and then it's not just words, it's not just saying we're fat, it's made up of three letters, F-A-T. It's really thinking about yourself negatively. And when you do that over time, over a long period of time especially, it really produces that really negative self-perception and diminishes your own self-worth and self-esteem by just associating yourself with something negative but we don't think about it we don't think about the words we use you know we don't think about using um swear words we don't think about um how we use a certain phrases like oh you throw like a girl like what's that supposed to say you know so it's very very important how we phrase and frame the words and the language we use in our everyday lives really because it really affects how we think and then that affects how we feel yeah, and, and I think that's so true how you mentioned how everything is embedded in us through the use of language, you know, and, yeah. and it is a very subconscious thing as well because, like, you know, it's such a natural act for us to speak that sometimes we don't mm. exactly take notice of the smaller sort of words that we're using that may be having a negative effect on our subconscious. And you mentioned how, you know, the, the words we use and all of that really reflects our value system as well, which I thought was really, really interesting. So I guess then how, like, can we identify if we are, like, showing those sorts of negative self-talk tendencies like how how do we become clear within ourselves that okay maybe our language that we're communicating with ourselves and with other people on a daily basis is more on the negative side i think it first comes down to awareness of, of the issue about how we use language language isn't just language it is how we form our thoughts our feelings and how we direct our future selves, right? How we direct our actions. So I think the first step is to become aware of the types of words that we're using. How are we using positive words? Are we using positive phrases? For example, um, I'm going to use an example here of my son and my cat. So I'm very um, 
I want to bring him up to be someone who respects boundaries, who understands what consent is, because that's what we see in society, right? That, you know, consent is not understood the same way um, across different genders. And that's very, very scary because consent should be something that you get. A yes means a yes, a no means a no, a maybe means let's wait and ask again later. So I'm trying to get him to understand that if the cat says, if the cat walks away and does not want you to touch her, then you leave her alone. You don't get to throw a tantrum. You don't get to scream at the cat. Um, but then my husband, he's, he's a wonderful, lovely man. I think this is a very, um, very, very common case that happens, you know, very lovely people who are very good and kind hearted. Don't, even realize how they're actually using to shape using language to shape um, the next generation to shape their own thoughts and actions towards the community so he'll say things like um, oh socks that's my cat socks that's okay you know he just wants to love you oh don't be like that that's not okay that is so not okay so it's not overtly negative but it's not positive in that it doesn't teach the cat. I know she's just, she's a cat, but <laughs> it doesn't teach the cat, for example, or a girl that, you know, it's okay to say no. And it's okay for that to be respected. Actually, it's expected that that's respected. So that's one way of really not paying attention to how you're using language positively to empower and to really form that respect. Yes. And, and that's so interesting how it's kind of like we're dismissing negative language in a way, like, and brushing mm. it up as though it is okay, in a sense. Um, but I wanted to ask you, so like, in regards to self-development and self-growth, like, how important is being aware of the language that we're using and all of that because like I'm all about self-growth and self-development on this podcast and I think that if we're having negative sort of conversations within our own mind that's going to impact mm -hmm. the way that we're able to grow and develop so what's your thoughts on yeah the the importance or the significance of language awareness when it comes to personal development and self-growth I think we have to think about how we speak to ourselves you know, especially for women in business, I understand that from many other different women in business, they, the first, the one very big thing is imposter syndrome, which is what I face as well on a daily basis. And it's so bad because I also, I'm aware of how I'm talking to myself and yet it's so difficult to break that cycle. It's like, oh, who are you to talk to your, talk about yourself that way, you know? Like, what do you think you are? But this language of how we speak to ourselves, how we view ourselves, it doesn't come from deep within. It comes from, ex, from external sources. It's how we're spoken to um, uh, by society, by parents, grandparents, uncles, aunts, whatever. It's always be humble. What makes you think you're better than the rest? But no, we're unique. Each and every one of us is unique. We have different strengths. We have weaknesses, but we're unique and we can offer something that's truly special. And so when we talk to ourselves negatively and say, oh, you can't do that. Girls are not meant to do that. Or, oh, 
or why are you being like this, then it forms a very negative mind frame, mindset as to how we think, what we think we can achieve and how we can achieve things. I think the imposter syndrome is something that so many people experience. Hey, like it's, it's just such a common thing that we're almost like wiring ourselves to have that negative self-talk and that negative self-belief. And like, where do you think all of that stems from? Like, why do you think that um, people more commonly experience imposter sort of thoughts opposed to the more positive ones as like, you know, a natural sort of like reaction to whatever it is we're approaching? Like, why do you, why do you think that is? I think... I think it can be from like a variety of factors. It can be how you were brought up, you know, your childhood or the experiences you have. And I remember very clearly when I was in primary school, I think I was seven. I used to be so outspoken. I'm trying to be um, more outspoken, less introverted because that's oh, people's personalities shift uh, according to how, how they um, feel and you know build up themselves but I remember very clearly this teacher telling me Geraldine please talk less and I was like oh, but what did I do I was just trying to help a classmate with something a classmate had asked me a question I was very happily helping but that has had a very very big impact instead of saying um, let's talk after this section this segment after this let's discuss later it was please stop talking you know and that actually sort of negative framing has a very big impact on on your development on how you view yourself so i went oh okay that's not nice then. So like people don't like me to talk. I won't talk so much. I'm not going to help so much. I'm just going to stay quiet. And that that's very bad, you know? So, and really from these external factors, it really seeps in and embeds itself and goes, so, okay, talk less, Jerry. People don't really want to hear it. Shush. And that's how, how it starts really. Sometimes it's just one little spark and sometimes it's, um, it's from really the TV that we watch, the movies. So these days it's so much better. But the other day I was, there was Peppa Pig on TV for my son and they said the most shocking thing. So Mummy Pig dressed up as a firefighter and Peppa was like, oh, Mummy, you dress as a fireman, blah, blah, blah. They said fireman and um, <laughs> the London um fire brigade had a problem with that apparently so anyway they said that and then daddy pig's like oh they don't really do anything they just sit there and have tea and talk and i thought like what a way to dismiss women what a way to dismiss women in what is perceived as a male-dominated industry like no women don't just sit there have tea and gossip you know we provide valuable insight we discuss, we empathize, we listen, and we exchange ideas. That's not, you know, that's not okay to just reduce. So really, I think it, a lot of external factors, coming back to your question, a lot of external factors come into play when we think about how we talk to ourselves negatively and how really imposter syndrome um, 
what really contributes to it. Mm. Yeah, the external factors, and then you reinforce it yourself with negative talk and negative self-belief. Yeah, and it's so interesting. Like, I love the whole um, concept of, like, your subconscious and conscious mind. And because I've heard before that, like, you know, a lot of what happens to us and what we experience in our younger years plays such a fundamental role in the person and the traits that we develop and all of that. And, like, how, you know, when we are younger, it's pretty much our subconscious mind that is leading like you know we're not when we're when we're in those earlier stages of development and all of that and we're not really consciously thinking or acting for ourselves it's our subconscious that's absorbing everything all the words that are being used around us being told no like like we would get told no so much growing up like like mom can I go go outside can I go with my friends can I yeah can I do this can I do that no 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 because obviously you know there's probably risks and all of that associated with the stuff that we were wanting to do and that's why it became very um like to hear the words no or just negative vocabulary is just such a more common thing when you are younger so I think that does end up having such a big impact on you when you are in the later years of your life and you are then in like experiencing these things such as imposter syndrome and um lack of self-confidence or you're you're holding in a lot more and particularly with that example that you gave about being told to talk less when you're in school I think that there really needs to be a lot more care given to the way that we're spoken to in these early years of your life you know like it's it's such crucial times in the formation of our like own values and self-belief exactly it's so damaging and i think now people starting to realize the effect that can have you know as a child is developing i remember being told i grew up in a very asian household and i remember being told don't cry you're not supposed to cry why are you crying nobody died that day you know, it was so damaging. We end up being so emotionally repressed and so negative with all these negative sentences and words in our head. Don't cry. What's wrong with you? There's nothing wrong with you. You know, there's nothing wrong with crying, expressing yourself. It's so important to really pick up on the things we're saying to our kids, to our friends, to our nieces, nephews, whoever so important definitely so i guess then for anyone that is really like impacted by the imposter syndrome and they're really experiencing it quite a lot themselves so first of all you mentioned that we have to kind of acknowledge that this is like our reality this is what we're experiencing um and then how do we really push to overcome these negative thought processes like do you have any methods or do you have any advice for how you can start changing from that negative mindset to one more like self-empowering and and filled with more self-belief yeah definitely so it's something that i'm working on i'm still a work in progress so i'm just putting it out there it's progress over perfection right as long as we make this little little um progress every day which is what you said in your um first podcast actually um, yeah so every day I try and tell myself Jerry you know what you're doing you are good at what you do no you are amazing at what you do and you can do it and my best friends and I we we exchange these very positive um, encouragement 
every ever so often because we know you know we need to be the support network so really tell yourself every day even if you think oh i sound so absolutely wanky <laughs> you know but it is so crucial to start thinking about yourself positively don't think about things like i can't do this i oh who am who do i think i am you know oh other people know better than i do no you know what you know if you don't know something learn about it you know think think of it this way i can do this so a mantra you repeat to yourself every morning you can do this you've got this you're amazing and having a support network people you can talk to people who will um, encourage you will empower you people who will you know tell you that you are who you are and that is okay that you have value and you don't need to compare yourself against other people mm, so simply from changing the word can't to can you can really start making such a huge difference such a huge difference and and i think it's so important that we need to just because it's never easy like identifying these sorts of negative behaviors within ourselves because they become so normal but i find mm. that like through my journaling i can identify like most of my limiting beliefs and all of that and so maybe that could be like a method that helps people and like where you feel or where you identify mm. that you're saying oh, i can't do that or or why would i be able to do that like those are the moments where you got to check yourself and be like hey like if i simply change that one negative yes. word to a more positive one then i can make a world of difference in whatever it is i'm working towards and i think that's the key thing is it starts with self-belief right like at the end of the day you can do anything you want and you can accomplish anything you want as long as you install that belief within yourself and um i wanted to actually ask you because definitely you know you mentioned how um uh, you know it's important to surround yourself by like a positive support system and all of that but say for example like someone is in a position where they really have no positivity around them they're surrounded by only people maybe their family talk negatively about the goals they have and the things that they are working towards like what is your advice for someone who is in that position where they're constantly surrounded by negative self-talk how can they really rise above that and still eliminate that negativity from themselves because i know that a lot of people when they do have a goal they want to set out to achieve they tend to hold their goals into themselves because they know they're going to get criticism yes. from the people around them so yeah how do you navigate that you can't change everyone right yeah you the only person you can change is yourself but that said it, no matter how much um, positivity, positivity you have for yourself. It doesn't matter if other people are beating you down all the time. So if you're stuck in that situation, one way is to try and reach out and talk to talk to those people who are being so negative. Like um, have a have a try, try and have a really honest chat with them and ask why are you being so negative? Why why where are you coming from with this disbelief 
it's important to try and reach out to them, have an honest, open chat with them about why they have this disbelief. Why do they want to discourage instead of encouraging? Find out, you know, what, what's really driving their fear because it's really fear. It's not about, it's not about the person who is trying to achieve certain goals. It's about the other person's fear mm-hmm. of something, either what the person could achieve, could, maybe could outshine the other person, or it could really challenge the status quo. It could challenge norms, for example. You know, I think that having an honest chat could help if that doesn't help and you're still surrounded by people like that. One way to go about it is to go, you know what? This is not helpful. Be aware that this is not helpful and try and have selective hearing, which is not easy, especially if you're living with that person. That's so not easy, but I can, it's very difficult. I can recommend going to a counsellor, having a chat, having a supportive network, try and talk to um, friends instead who are more supportive and, you know, with construct, who will provide constructive feedback instead of destructive criticism with really no, no value in their feedback. I love how you mentioned about um, the topic of fear as well, because I think that a lot of the time when we are surrounded by people who are feeding us such negativity, it's generally not because of us or what we're doing. It's because of what Mm -hmm. they're not doing or what they're too scared of doing. Maybe these people that are trying to bring you down are just intimidated because you've got the courage to get up, go out and do something that, like you said, is like, making them feel less because they don't have the strength to go and do these things that they want to do also. So it's so important that you don't take on board and take personally this criticism you're receiving because at the end of the day, it's more likely just them trying to um, show that they're actually envious in a sense you know like which isn't you know a positive thing but it's because maybe you're brave enough to go and do something that they want to do but they're too scared of doing themselves so um yeah i think that's really awesome how you did mention how that is such um a common reason why people will try to push negativity on you so just don't take it personally detach yourself from it and realize that what you do what you're doing is really that powerful that other people might feel intimidated by it Yeah, exactly. And really, it's also, you know, sometimes that fear comes from them feeling like their identity is threatened because you're doing something that's disruptive in a good way. You know, it pushes um, the limits, the boundaries. It forces people to rethink their stereotyped um, beliefs. It forces them to reassess themselves, to self-reflect. And that's not comfortable for everyone. No, it's definitely not, is it? And that's the thing. People hate getting uncomfortable. Like we love the comfort zone. We love the familiar. And as soon as someone does something that is outside of your comfort zone or or makes them feel uncomfortable, like, you know, that's when it all starts with and all the negative talk starts to come out. Um, But really, like we've said, it's not a reflection of you. It's a reflection of them at the end of the day and the self-growth and the self-work that they need to be doing. So I guess that... 
like how has positive self-talk really changed your life? Because I'd love to hear, you know, someone that is such an advocate for positive self-talk, overcoming limiting beliefs, empowering yourself. Like how has it changed your life? How I grew up was very, very different to most people. Um, was abuse, abusive childhood and it was very damaging but I surrounded myself with books with you know books that had really positive messages and that's that's why I really believe in the power of words how we convey messages and ideas uh, is so so important and really from there and my friends my beautiful support network you know encouraging me with positive positive messages and encouragement it has really enabled me to do a lot of things i this is probably like wow more than a decade ago almost two decades ago but i used to play competitive soccer and it's very confronting for a lot of asian men especially that a girl is playing soccer and play it well you know, so it's like, oh, you shouldn't be here with us, blah, blah, blah. Why are you doing this? No, 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 you're not going to end up anywhere. But no, I play very well. Thank you very much. You know, but I went out there and I achieved things that people will say, no, you can't do it. You know, oh, you be an editor. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, I went out there and did it. Um, studying my own business oh, why can't you just get a full-time job like everybody else? Okay, I'll just do it. You know, it's not that I can't do it. I can do it. And I keep reminding myself that and this is, this is what I've done with my life. You know, I've surrounded myself with um, a beautiful network and who really support me and encourage me to pursue my goals. That's so powerful to hear how you really um, enabled yourself to push aside the negative talk that other people have really been trying to impose on you across your life and you've enabled yourself to just shine through rise above and set out and accomplish everything that you wanted to accomplish in the end so i guess then the final thing i'd love to ask you i've absolutely enjoyed this conversation so far but i um given this is the real time podcast there's one final question i want to ask you so what is one piece of real advice that you just have to leave our listeners with today aware be aware of the words you use for yourself for your kids for your friends your workmates your the community at large be aware of what you're reading what you're watching what you're listening to because they all have an impact we use words they're the building blocks for our thoughts our emotions our values so be careful of how we do that we can also use it to do so much good to empower people to bring across really positive messages like in our mental health awareness campaigns all over the country we can do that can use it for so much good but we can also use it to do really really destructive things like in um empowering toxic masculinity that's really really bad and just be aware and we can achieve anything once we're aware of how we are viewing ourselves, how we're viewing other people. 
Yeah, awareness. I think that is such an important piece of advice because it's so important to be aware of what's going on around you. But I think it's more important to be self-aware and aware of what's going on Mm. with what's going on with your thoughts, with your self-talk and all of that. So thank you so much for shining light on that. Um, I hope that this really encourages people to start becoming more self-aware, start becoming more identified with the way that they're talking to themselves and how it may be limiting them from accomplishing the things that they want to go out and accomplish. So Jerry, thank you so, so much for your time today. Thank you so much for coming on the show loved chatting to you and i know that our listeners will absolutely benefit from this conversation as well so thanks again hey guys thank you so much for tuning into my real-time podcast i have had so much fun making this and i hope this has been able to help you in some way If you enjoyed this podcast, remember to share it with someone who may be in need of hearing it. My goal with this channel is to bring you guys content of real value. So help me share this message and share this podcast by screenshotting it and tagging me on your stories. By doing so, you'll be doing your part in helping me build this platform and build a space where people can listen, can grow and can overcome whatever obstacles are getting in the way of their success. But that starts with you guys. Tag me at emilyjane.dm in your stories and hashtag realtime and I'll be sure to reshare you on my page. Thank you so much again, guys, for listening in today. Your support honestly means the world to me. So until next time, keep it real.